Welcome to Grace Notes. Would you like to know how to pray more effectively? Our programs on Jesus Model Prayer will help you. Here's what we've covered so far. We can address God as Father if we're in His family. To become a child, we must believe that Jesus, God's Son, died and rose from the dead to pay the penalty for our sin and ask Him to come into our life and save us. As a member of God's family, we use our Father rather than my Father because we need to be concerned for the entire spiritual family, not just ourselves. Our attitude should be that of humility as we enter His presence. After all, we're speaking with the all-powerful God who fills both heaven and earth. We must have a clean heart so that His name which is in us is hallowed or treated as holy. Otherwise, He will not hear us. The next part of the model prayer we'll address is the phrase, Thy kingdom come. But first, let's listen to a song about the amazing love Christ displayed for us when he gave up his life so that we could become part of his family and his kingdom. I'm forgiven because you are forsaken. You are condemned And I'm alive and well Your spirit is within me Because you died and rose again Thank you, Jesus
Generally speaking, references to the kingdom fall into two categories, the present one which Jesus ushered in when he came to earth, and the future one Jesus will establish when he returns to earth to rule. John the Baptist, who was the forerunner of Christ, and Jesus both, began their ministries proclaiming, Repent, for the kingdom of God is near. But later on, when the Pharisees asked Jesus when the kingdom of God would come, he replied, as recorded in Luke 17.21b, The kingdom of God is within, or in the midst, of you. The kingdom of God was among them because he was the Christ, their Messiah. And for those who confessed him as their Messiah, the king was not just in their midst, he was in their hearts. Since the Messianic kingdom has not yet been established on earth, where the king is, is where his rule or lordship is established. Romans 10.9 states, If you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. 1 Peter 3.15 says, In your hearts set apart, or sanctify, Christ as Lord. According to Matthew 7.21-23, we can't truly call him Lord and mean it if we haven't done this. Jesus said, Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but only he who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. Many will say to me on that day, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name, and in your name drive out demons and perform many miracles? Then I will tell them plainly, I never knew you. Away from me, you evildoers. Again, it's not what we do. It's what we believe. It's truly a matter of the heart. We work for God to demonstrate our faith, not to earn our salvation. When we receive Jesus as Savior, He takes residence in our hearts. And where the King is, there is the kingdom. Colossians 1, 13-14 says, He has rescued us from the dominion of darkness, and brought us into the kingdom of the Son He loves, in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. So, what are we really saying when we pray, Thy kingdom come, if it is already in our hearts? I believe we're saying we commit to act out our beliefs. The rest of 1 Peter 3.15 says, Always be prepared or ready to give an answer to everyone who asks you to give the reason for the hope that you have or that is in you. In this way, we can help increase His kingdom now and thus usher in His future messianic kingdom on earth. It all points back to the previous phrase, Hallowed be thy name. We do it by the way we live. Matthew six thirty one through 33 says, We're to seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, even above the necessities of life. Titus 2, 11-14 reads, The grace of God that brings salvation has appeared to all men. It teaches us to say no to ungodliness and worldly passions, and to live self-controlled, upright, and godly lives in this present age, while we wait for the blessed hope the glorious appearing of our great God and Savior Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us to redeem us from all wickedness and to purify for himself a people 
that are his very own, eager to do what is good. As we share the gospel, the good news of Christ's salvation, and people respond, we're quickening his return. Now that's something to get excited about. When we say, thy kingdom come, we're saying we believe he will come back to earth and set up his messianic kingdom. We should be eagerly yearning for it. The Apostle Paul was. He wrote in 2 Timothy 4.8, Now there is in store for me the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will award me on that day, and not only to me, but also to all who have longed for his appearing. Yes, we look longingly toward the blessed hope when the Son of Man, Jesus, will return and bring the kingdom to its consummation. And to this we should say with the Apostle John, Amen. Come, Lord Jesus. My days are filled with laughter My heart has known your peace I've traveled far Still there is far to go
You've been listening to Grace Notes. If this ministry has blessed you, please write and tell us at Sandbeck Ministries, P.O. Box 581, Falston, Maryland, 21047, or contact us through our website at www.gracenotesradio.com. Join us on our next program. Until then, let your grace notes be a song of praise. 